Good day to you ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Film Focus episode 123, the review for A Quiet Place part 2. Southeast and West End, welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I'm your host, The Hyperzone 55, and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film related discussion. And as I said at the top of this episode, we are going to be talking about A Quiet Place numero two. <laughs> Man, I was going to try it out in another language, but I'm like, nah, 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 let's not be a dummy about this. But yeah, A Quiet Place Part 2, a film that I wasn't initially interested in, but the trailers kind of got me, and then with the early word of mouth, being pretty positive I was like you know what let me give this a watch but yeah man can I just say firstly before we get into this review how refreshing it is to be in a world where the cinemas are open once again the last time I gave you my review for Army of the Dead I don't think the cinemas had just opened back up in the UK at least in my town but now I've been back and seen at least three films and it feels so good to be back obviously you have COVID protocols and there's not that many people around but just to be back in the dark room with the big screen and that wonderful big old sound it feels wonderful so good my experience for this film was a little questionable but we'll get to that in a bit but yeah since going back to the cinema i did re-watch mortal kombat for the third time don't worry i only watched the film once in the cinema i'd watched it two times online before that but yeah it felt good to see that film in the cinema it doesn't change my opinions about that film in general. It's still half good, half bad, but it felt good to be back. And was it Those Who Wish Me Dead? At least I think that's the name of that film. That was a pretty solid experience in the cinema as well. But yeah, Quiet Place Part 2. Let's get into it. Now, the first film, when that came out in 2018, I was intrigued by, but I wasn't super hyped to watch it. But that experience, watching A Quiet Place with my friends from work at the time, it was such a wonderful surprise. The way in which that film really frustratingly gripped you with tension and its use of sound was fabulous. And it ended up being one of my favorite films from 2018. And I thought, yes, this is a nice standalone film. There doesn't need to be a sequel. But Lord and behold, of course there was going to be one. The film ended in a way where it could be open for a sequel, but it did have a pretty definitive ending, at least for a lot of audience members, me included. But then we found out John Krasinski was going to come back and direct another chapter in this saga, and I'm just like, ah, just the idea of the sequel just really turned me off. But once I saw the trailer, I was just like, ooh, interesting, but... It was never really on like that sort of top tier priority, like, oh, I need to see this movie. And especially because of the delays, it just felt like it just disappeared into the depths of my mind until I remembered about maybe a few weeks ago that, oh, this film is actually coming out. So yeah, I think it's about time I give you my thoughts on it. So as per usual, we're talking story, characters, presentation, and then the overall conclusion. All right, so now it's time to talk about that story and it can be summed up as the following. 
Continuing on from the events of the last film, the Abbott family are now forced to leave their house and navigate the outside world. And as they venture through this terrifying environment, they discover that there are not just those scary sound-based aliens that they have to deal with, but other forces out there as well. And that is a way for me to sum up the film without going into the area spoilers. This story was actually really good. And while I wasn't expecting it to be bad or anything, I just thought that it would follow certain codes and conventions that sequels do. And while it does a chunk of that, at the same time, there is some interesting zigs and zags that the story does that make it a little bit more interesting and captivating than I expected. This film feels like a proper continuation of the last film. And it's literally like you could watch A Quiet Place and then go straight into this one. The continuity is very tight and it flows seamlessly from film one to film two. And this is definitely not one of those sort of sequels that you can watch without watching the original. Now, obviously, when you say that out loud, it sounds kind of dumb, but there are certain sequels that you can watch without having seen the original. You know, there is like some context that will be lost, but some sequels can be designed that they can work as a standalone film as opposed to being a continuation. But this is definitely a continuation. And the way John Krasinski was able to keep these films so tangible was very nice. And the tone, the atmosphere, and that overall sense of dread, hopelessness, and just... <laughs> unnecessary stress that you feel is there in full force. I watched this film with one of the guys I watched the original with and there were certain points where I could just see in the corner of my eye him getting tensed up and I'm like I'm glad I'm not the only one. There are a lot of various scenarios that these characters get into whether they are in tight enclosed spaces or out in the open. Some of these situations are dire and you're literally just sitting there trying to figure out how are you going to make it out of this. Now while some of these situations are beyond the character's control, sometimes it's just down to just a little bit of common sense and you're just like don't do that and you see them doing it you're like no, no stop, no stop it, no, 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 god damn it. See, that's what you get. <laughs> oh gosh, no. I mean, I don't want to sound too bad because I'm not in a post-apocalyptic situation. So it's hard to say if one handled it in a certain way, whether the end result would have been positive or negative. But I do feel like some of these characters do end up getting in situations that they could have avoided if they just stayed put or just done the smart thing. Again, that tension was the core element that I loved about the first film, which was replicated here. There are certain moments where the jump scares do go a little ham and it's unnecessary, where it's just jump scare for the sake of like, you know, getting you shook for a second. But I still enjoyed that overall sense of uneasiness that carried on throughout the film. And one of the other things I really appreciated was the expansion of the world, seeing how things went down prior to the post-apocalyptic world that we exist in now. You know, the stuff that was shown in the trailers, how the alien attack basically blew up, and seeing how some of those events from the past informed the future. It presented a different side of things from the more confined events of the first film. I guess my only nitpicks would be, one, I feel like this sequel, the reason I don't enjoy it as much is just because A Quiet Place 1 was just so nice and self-contained 
and it's kind of hard to replicate that magic twice and I would also say the way in which this film ended it kind of felt a little similar to the way in which the last one did just with a different kind of scenario but overall story is still really solid all right now it's time to talk about the characters and everybody in this film did a fantastic job the performances were all a1 100 clean the returning cast do a great job in their roles and some expand upon their previous material in substantial ways while some of the new character additions though small definitely leave a solid impression so let's start with emily blunt as evelyn abbott emily blunt is great in everything and i really enjoyed her role in this film now that her husband's gone she has to basically pick up the slack and be the protector and navigate this world as well and you see that she gets into a lot of tricky situations having to protect not only her able-bodied children but the baby that she's just had and you can see that she's feeling a bit of pressure to do what is necessary take certain risks but not crazy risks but she also knows that her children have to adapt and grow up really quickly in order to keep themselves alive and yeah blunt was wonderful no complaints there and then of course you have john krasinski as lee abbott who shows up during a flashback scene just prior to the alien invasion and he was still as good as ever very cool very serious protecting his children being you know just an overall captivating guy and i've always been impressed with directors who can direct themselves in a film and still make them look pretty convincing but not in that way that feels overly indulgent and yeah man he was just really solid and then you have killian murphy as emmett he was so good killian murphy is great in everything and i love to see him in films but here he played a character who was a friend to the abbott family in the past and because of the way in which this post-apocalyptic world has gone down it's really shaken him up he's very cold and abrasive and seeing him try to work with the abbott family is interesting but seeing how his character goes from where he was at the start of the film to where he is at the end of the film was a interesting journey and then you have millicent simmons as reagan abbott she returns from the first film and absolutely crushes it in this one here she steps up from being you know one of the main characters to basically being the key character of this film reagan was always a headstrong and smart individual but now she has to learn to navigate this world without her father and seeing how she steps up and tries to not only do right by her family but also try to figure out what's going on in the grander scheme of things and then try to come up with ways to help everybody out in the long term was really really good simmons is so captivating and i loved all of her scenes especially with emily blunt and cillian murphy or killian murphy sorry i hear it said both ways so i tend to fluctuate between the two but simmons and murphy had the best on-screen chemistry and they killed it whenever they had scenes together and i just think sign language is so cool i've always wanted to learn but i just never put any time away to you know dedicate some time to learning it but seeing the film from reagan's perspective always adds that extra layer of tension fear and uncertainty 
and Simmons just killed it in this film. And then you had Noah Jupe as Marcus Abbott. And I'm not gonna lie, initially I was not overly keen on this character just because he was just there to, you know, go along with the family. He didn't have any role of significance, but then sort of towards the latter side of the film, he eventually stepped up and then became useful. I do feel like he does get the short end of the stick. He's not nearly as interesting or as proactive as his sister, but Marcus eventually gets his time to shine and he, he does get redeemed towards the end of the film. And then you have Jaiman Honzu. And I love seeing Honzu whenever he shows up in stuff. I just wish they'd done more with him. He was good here, but when you see the film, you'll know why I was like, I guess a little disappointed with how he was handled. All right, so now it's time to move on to the presentation. I thought it was pretty solid for the visual and audio departments. Visually, this film is shot very well. I liked that when it was in the daytime, everything was pretty clear. And at night, I feel like everything is enhanced to 10,000. Just the way in which lighting is used, the use of color is solid, and the way in which the camera lingers in certain places just adds to that suspense before something crazy happens. And also the visual effects for the aliens was good. Whether it was better than the last one, I can't tell you that. Also the sound design, as I mentioned before, the use of sound, the way in which it's used and not used, again really messes with you and it's really really fun and also the film score by Marco Beltrami is pretty good Marco Beltrami is one of those film composers that I've actually watched a good number of films that he did the music for but not a lot of it's ever stood out to me but I would say I did enjoy A Quiet Place Part 1 but I didn't really pay attention to it but in this film it stood out with some of those somber or aggressive or haunting or hopeful themes that are sprinkled throughout the film that as they do with any good film score help elevate what's happening on screen this is definitely one of my favorite film scores from him and i will probably be checking it out at another point all right so before i get to my conclusion i want to highlight just one tiny thing that sort of soured my experience and that was the screening itself just as the adverts had ended and you're getting ready to see the logo of the film come up and you know the film begins we got a whole chunk of blackness so nothing happened and i'm like what the hell's going on here so they fix it and i think around about five minutes they wind the whole thing back so we end up re-watching the trailer for top gun maverick again but then it happened again and this time it took them at least, I think was it five to 10 minutes to fix it. And me and my mate were just sighing and just looking at each other, kind of laughing, but we were, you know, lightly annoyed. So then third time lucky, we finally get the film rolling and we're having a good time. But then about maybe halfway to maybe two thirds of the way into the film, there's a scene where the characters are in a situation where the sound disappears. And because this film likes to play around with sound, you think, oh, this is just happening from Reagan's perspective. I totally get that. That's cool. But then the scene kept going. And I was just thinking, this seems like a scene that would probably have music. But I was like, okay, no, we're going to let it go just a little bit longer. But then there were characters that started talking. And I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. 
the sound's gone off and these guys have gone messed up the damn screen and again I was so pissed off because it just kept happening so then a couple other people go out to talk to the staff and then the film stopped and you had someone coming in and talking to the projectionist on walkie talkie and I'm like oh okay like you know how far back do you want to go 15 20 minutes like no 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 not that far back so then they go back about maybe 15 minutes and then they were like oh yeah is that good I'm like no move it up five minutes I'm like no five minutes still doesn't seem like enough but considering where the film was and in some integral moments I was like you know what let me just leave it but when they actually end up playing the film again it's about 10 minutes behind so we end up having to rewatch 10 minutes of additional footage just to get back to where we were this was the longest palaver of my life never before have I ever had my film experience my immersion ruined shattered so badly my local cinema has been plagued with certain issues that have shown up every once in a blue moon but i've never had anything as bad as this were it not for the fact that i was a cineworld a limited member i probably would have left luckily we did get free tickets for another screening of a film but you know again since i'm a cineworld unlimited member i just felt like you know this is kind of pointless for me Luckily, the film did go off without a hitch afterwards, but good lord, the frustrations. I was like a volcano, baby. I was gonna erupt. <laughs> oh, I hope that you guys never go through anything like that because, my goodness, it's so unnecessary. Alright, so now we go to our conclusion. What did I think of A Quiet Place Part 2? I thought it was pretty damn good. It built off the foundations of the original, felt very nice in its continuity with the last one and the performances from everybody involved was great i really enjoyed how the roles were reversed where the parents were the main protectors but now it was about the children stepping up and then becoming the assertive adults that they needed to be in order to help save everyone around them the tension is still there the film score is really good the action when it's on screen is really nice and Yo, I'm just looking forward to seeing what happens with the next film. Because I think Mr. Krasinski said that he had planned this out to be a trilogy after he signed on to do a, another film in this series. So, yeah, man, this film definitely leaves it open for, you know, more opportunities. I hope they don't, like, you know, milk this too much. But as long as they have solid ideas, I'll, I'll be back to watch another one. So, yeah, Quiet Place Part 2. Check it out. And so now I bring it to you, ladies and gentlemen. Have you seen the film? And if so, what did you think of it? Did you prefer the first or second film? Whatever your thoughts are, be sure to leave them in the comment section below or hit me up on Twitter where I'm at Hypersonic55 or at FilmFocus55. Check out the podcast. We're primarily based on SoundCloud, but we also exist on iTunes and Spotify and all sorts of other places. And yeah, anyway, until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Hypersonic55 signing out. Peace.